Hubhopper Originals. We are are born free and equal free to walk and free to talk. Don't discriminate, learn to appreciate. So you don't have to imitate. Don't be the one to hate. It's never too late. You got the right to life. Innocent to prove and guilty. You can say what you like. Gotta get the education. Don't throw it away. Know your human rights. Cause it can help you someday. Free and Equal podcast with United for Human Rights, Hubhopper and Raindrop Media as Media Director. I'm your host, Fraser Scott, International Ambassador of United for Human Rights, calling out to a nation whose dreams have been destroyed by a virus and asking the country to instead make human rights go viral and create a reality more beautiful than our wildest dreams. And joining me in that shared wish for the nation, a national treasure, national and Filmfare Award-winning actress from such legendary blockbusters as Andaz Apna Apna and culturally relevant cinema as Daman, the superstar herself, Ravina Tandor! <laughs> so happy to have you. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. I'd also like to welcome the South Asia Ambassador for United for Human Rights, who was awarded the Hero Award at the United Nations in New York an actress who spread awareness of human rights to over a hundred million people. Sheena Chohan! Thank you. Thank you and welcome to our show, Ravina. As well as having enjoyed your versatile and brilliant body of work, films that have entertained, inspired and uplifted the entire country, I'm also a big admirer of your constant work for the future of humanity, helping the cause of the underprivileged children, the disabled, healthcare workers, organ donation, saving girl child, promoting education and working for animals and the environment. Thank you so much for all that you have done and continue doing. Thank you so much. I think people like us, I would say you and I and probably Fraser as well, I think the best is that we all continue to inspire each other and probably learn and get the best out of each other. I can say that it's been a joint effort of a lot of people together to do great things for this planet of ours. Like I tell people, we do not have a planet B and we cannot jump off this planet onto another planet. So we'd better start working hard on this one. <laughs> exactly. Love it. Exactly. Love it. That is so well put. So with all your good work to help so many parts of society, it is no surprise that you've chosen as your human right for discussion, a right to do with creating a fair system for everyone. The United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights, number 28, a fair and free world. So your chosen right states, everyone is entitled to a social and international system in which the rights and freedoms laid out in this declaration can be fully realized. With that in mind, let's take a look at the social system we have in India, the introduction to the Indian constitution which states, 
we, the people of India, have solemnly resolved to constitute India into a sovereign, socialist, secular, democratic republic. Now, that's a lot of difficult words to define our social system. Let's quickly look at what they mean. So, constitute means lay down into law. Sovereign means India has the power to make its own law and is not controlled by any external power. Socialist means the ownership of our land and industry is regulated to make it fair. Secular means India's government is non-religious. India's rules are determined only by law under which all religions are equally respected. Democratic means we, the people, choose our government. And lastly, republic means the head of the country is chosen by the people. So per the constitution, the social system we have laid down by the law to realize our rights and freedom is a sovereign, socialist, secular, democratic republic. Right. Thank you, Sheen. Very, very important information. So, Ravina, why did you choose this right? You know, honestly, I would start with saying that, yes, I have been one of those few privileged ones who've had equal rights to everything. I work a lot for the girl child and mostly in third world countries and a lot of countries which have different cultures. There is a lot of discrimination towards the girl child. I started work with, uh, let me talk about my country, within my country. There have been Mm -hmm. statistics that have shown of female feticide. And it's horrendous. I mean, if you see the ratio for the male child towards the female child, it is absolutely poles apart. Though luckily, we've had some good news in the past couple of years where a lot of work has gone towards spreading awareness and towards getting the ratio to an equal level as far as the girl child and the male child is concerned. So this was a major issue within our country. So for me, it was very important because I think every human has the right to live the life he or she feels like. Many of us are not even aware of this special right. Having a world full of absolutely no judgment and the freedom to live with every moment happily is the best thing that honestly that has happened to me. But I would like the same privilege to happen to every girl child born in this country because it is her absolute human right to live an equal life. And for me, that is very, very important. And please don't think that I'm steering towards feminism kind of a debate. But for me, it's a very basic, simple thing. It is an equal right to social, educational, economical and even for job opportunities. And that is what makes, I think, it very, very important for us to see that everyone in this country gets their equal rights and they are aware of it. Yes, yes, exactly. Everyone. There's this group of people who are privileged, but there's 1.3 or 4 billion people. And it's every single human right that's vital. And each right represents the well-being of millions of people. Millions of people who adore Ravina, millions of people whom she's represented on the similar screen from playing the abused housemaker, a persecuted wife, a policewoman. Ravina has acted as every part of Indian society. So she obviously understands closely the need for each right that represents them. So let's take another look at the social system which is there to provide our rights and freedoms by reading more of the constitution. But before we do that, I just want to look up a few more complicated words. Fraternity, which means a feeling of brotherhood and acceptance. It does not allow casteism anti-religious feelings or anything that separates us. Dignity means being worthy of respect. Integrity means being whole and undivided. So with all those words understood, the Indian constitution actually promises to secure all of its citizens justice, social, economic and political, liberty of thought, expression, 
belief, faith and worship, equality of status and of opportunity, and to promote among them all fraternity, assuring the dignity of the individual and the unity and integrity of the nation. Thank you, Sheena. Wow. It's a beautiful social system. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is well. So, Ravina, what are the major issues facing the country today regarding a fair and free world? Fraser, let me start with giving you a broader picture of what the situation in India is. India is a huge, vast country. We are a diverse country. We have more than maybe 300 languages. We have our rural areas. We have the urban rural areas. Then we have the metro cities. We have the villages. We have the towns. And then we have the absolute interiors where there probably just be a small plot of land with just five huts in it, which, is, which cannot even be labeled as a village. Now, to reach out to all these people that are spread vast, far and wide and to make them aware of their rights, first of all, education, poverty are the key issues. Since this is not our topic, but I will just say how they are related. Unfortunately, half of these people are not even aware of the rights that they deserve or they have the right to what our constitution states. People in different parts of the country don't even attempt in chasing their dreams and doing things which they really want to do. Because of the illiteracy probably, because of the unawareness, because there's no outreach. So what is very, very necessary is for our governments to really look at spreading awareness, education and take it inroads into the country, into our interiors, where our people probably living completely unaware. Also, there is a lot of yes. uncalled fear due to societal pressures, which we need to get rid of. And I think these people deserve a fair chance. And like I said, that is one of the major issues that I think we do face. Even in our cities or in our metro cities and our towns, it's easier compared to the kind of hardships the lower rung faces. Because being completely unaware of their rights, they're taken unfair advantage of. It could be labor rights, it could be child labor, it could be exploitation of their very basic simple rights to live. What you just said is such an important point, Ravina. like you hit the nail. Imagine human rights being a part of the curriculum of the Indian system. That's, that's the biggest eye-opener for people and that's, I think, mightier than the sword because once you have that education, you know the proper sources or the resources where you need to go, what you need to do, how you need to fight for your rights. Unfortunately, a lot of these people are taken advantage of is because they are not aware and they blindly probably believe of whatever they're told by people who are exploiting them. Last year when I was there, the UNI actually called for a plea for mandatory human rights education. I think it's very important what both of you, Fraser and Sheena, what you're saying is that the constitution, I believe, should be simplified. Basic rights need to be also taught to our children. I mean, if you really ask me, I've not really studied the constitution. I do know the main features, but if you ask me in depth, I wouldn't know because we never studied it in school. We never studied it anywhere. Exactly. Unless you look it up on the net or somewhere and say, okay, fine, now I want to know what the constitution of my country is all about. But I think it should be made mandatory. We all yes. learn civics and we all learn history, but I think this should be a part of the module for children to learn the basic civic rights. We're on your side. When you know these things, then you're able to look at what's best for 
mankind and the planet, not just looking at what's best for yourself, if you know what rights you have to give other people. Of course, being a mother, Ravina is used to considering others' needs and doing what's right for the group and not just right. herself. So let's take a look at the agreement of this group of ours, India. So I want to read the rights from the constitution which have to do with the system promised in its introduction. So let's start with the rights to do with justice. So Article 14 says the state shall not deny to any person equality before the law or the equal protection of the laws within the territory of India. Article 21 says no person shall be deprived of his life or personal liberty except according to procedure established by law. Now let's look at rights to do with liberty. Article 19 says all the citizens have the right to a freedom of speech and expression, b assemble peacefully without arms, c form associations or unions, d move freely throughout the territory of India, e reside and settle in any part of the territory of India, g practice any profession or carry any occupation, trade or business, and Article 25 says, as long as public order, morality and health are maintained, all persons are equally entitled to freedom of their own understanding of right and wrong and the right to freely state one's belief, follow and spread the religion of their choice. Thank you, Sheena. Powerful words. So, Ravina, why is it important people are aware of and stand up for the right to fair and free world? It is absolutely important, Fraser, because until and unless you do not stand up for your own rights or you don't help spread the kind of awareness, we cannot make this a world a better place to live in for us, for the coming generations to realize what their rights are and to live a free and an absolute wholesome life. So I think it is very, very important. I see a lot of people, even in my fraternity, even otherwise, oh, you know, if that's happening, let it happen, yeah, as long as it doesn't affect us directly. And that attitude really, really angers me because I do believe that we have the privilege, we have rights as citizens. And if we want to better this world, then as quoting the great Mahatma Gandhi, that we need to become the change that we want to see in this world ahead. So if we are silenced, then they're not going to be voices who are going to help this world a better place to live in. So I think it's very, very important to spread this awareness. And I do believe that everyone in their own little way can contribute. So it you don't have to be a billionaire or you don't have to be Bill Gates to change the world. You just have to be just yourself, a simple person who's just standing up for the rights of probably the ones whom he sees around himself being bullied into exploitation. And you just stand up for your rights. And that's what I completely believe in. Yes, that's right. One person can change somebody's life and they're such important rights. People gave up their lives for these rights. So we still have to fight for them. There are such beautiful stories that we hear of people around, especially in time whenever there's been, like, for example, this huge pandemic. I know of people who've actually given up their jobs, probably who are contributing in trying to uplift a certain segment of people who have lost their jobs and are day wages earners and cannot even get a single meal for their families to feed. I've actually seen people give up their jobs and only work entirely for this kind of... And I think that's so wow. beautiful. Like I said, you don't yeah. have to be a billionaire to say, oh, I'm just going to donate 10 crores and everything's going to be fine. Well, that's absolutely welcome as well. But to give up a job, a software engineer once has gone back to a village, he's educating the children there, he's educating people there on what their rights are. And 
how they need to move ahead in this world. I think that is something, like I said, everyone can contribute in their own way. You don't have to give up your job. You don't have to donate millions. But even if you remove that one hour a day or or three hours a month or five hours a month or in a week or whatever, however you can, and you try and work towards some good. There are so many organizations, there are so many NGOs who are spreading awareness, who are doing great work in villages. All you have to do is just volunteer your time and effort. And people want to help. They naturally want to help. It's You just don't hold yourself back, do it. And also, when there's something that needs to be fought for, then you fight for what's important. Exactly. Yeah, and Ravina surely knows how to fight. She overcame a muscly mass gunda in a truck in the film Abhay and stopped a man with evil superpowers, forcing her to marry him in Lakhan and successfully battled domestic violence in Daman. So Ravina is a fighter. <laughs> So it's like she's on our side. I think she has seen more of my movies than I've seen my own movies. <laughs> I don't even remember this, but yeah, okay, great. Hey, I did that. Absolutely. <laughs> you're a real fighter in, in terms of a freedom fighter. You have set such a great example. And I mean, it is very inspiring. But let's quickly look at, again, what is it that we are fighting for? The other rights that relate to the society that the introduction to the Constitution promises are relating to equality. I quote, Article 15 says the state shall not discriminate against any citizen on grounds of religion, race, caste, sex, place of birth, or any of them. Article 16 says there shall be equality of opportunity for all citizens in matters relating to employment or appointment to any office under the state. And relating to fraternity, Article 17 says untouchability is banned and its practice in any form is forbidden. The enforcement of any disability arising out of untouchability shall be an offence punishable under the law. Thank you, Sheena. If there's anything worth fighting for, it's rights like those. So, Ravina, what can be done to realistically make this right a fact? Now, that is something that, honestly, I believe changes come from within and it all starts at an individual level. Like we just spoke Mm. in the previous question that you asked me. I believe that everyone can contribute in their own way. If each one of us tried to bring about a positive and empowering change which can enhance the lives of many people around them, then there cannot be a better deed than this. And what I do honestly believe in, there are many a times when uh, rock-solid voices are silenced. And that can be due to many pressures, political pressure, societal pressures, many pressures that can be applied. And there are many times when one is seeing a wrong being done, but there are people who hesitate, who just want to keep quiet. But mm. I believe But when these really strong voices come together, then they can bring about a change in the form of a movement for a certain right. So honestly, mm. the strength lies within us. For example, if these voices do come together, you can start a campaign. You can actually move mountains because ultimately mm. this government and ultimately this country is a democracy. And like she did tell us our rights, it is a republic. This government is chosen by the public, for the public. It's for the people. So it is the people and the strong voices that ultimately, collectively, can definitely bring about a change. Yeah, like you are, your voices, the artists who are uh, part of this movement that we're doing. And who knows what change will come about. Our goal is to bring it into the system. Our goal is to take these podcasts into schools. I mean, you are a part of the change that is going to be, Ravina. So thank you once again. It's about speaking up and if everyone knows every right and personally follows them and insists and enforces that 
others follow them. Which Ravina has been doing for a very long time, lecturing at all-girl universities against sexual harassment, raising funds for the hungry, getting her famous friends together to stop attacks on medical workers, paying for the education of the children of soldiers killed in the line of duty. No wonder you chose this right, Ravina. You have been defending so many human rights for such a long time and I think it's time more people joined you. Well, you know, Sheena, I see a massive change in India as well. I see a lot more people coming forward and that gives me hope, that gives me positive hope that we will one day win, even if against all odds. I'll tell you, there have been times where I have been speaking up and fighting vociferously for something and I I get calls from people and say, oh, you shouldn't say this because they might take, you know, revenge is the word also that has been used. And there are so many times where... There has been pressure to just shut up that, okay, don't say this aloud, whether it's on social media or anything. And I've seen so many strong voices, even though within themselves, they are so positive and they want to make the change, but they kind of shy away. And that is one Mm. thing which I do want. I I pray that that kind of hesitation, that kind of fear, it gets, gets absorbed somehow. And more and more people join in, like Sheena said, that they it should inspire more people to come forward, to empower, to make a difference to this world and make this a world a better place to live in. There are various stories of men and women across the globe, which actually sometimes, and in India, which restore one's faith in humanity in the fair and free world that we all want to live in and that we all look forward to. People are basically good. (laughs) More people are doing good than are doing bad. Yeah, and quickly looking towards the social system of a fair and free world laid down by the Indian constitution, which is the article 38, which says the state shall strive to promote the welfare of the people by securing and protecting as effectively as it may a system in which justice, social, economic and political shall guide all the institutions of the nation. Number two, the state shall in particular strive to minimize the inequalities in income and work to eliminate inequalities in status, facilities and opportunities, not only among individuals, but also among groups of people residing in different areas or engaged in different types of employment. And lastly, Article 39 says the state shall ensure the legal system promotes justice on basis of equal opportunity and shall in particular provide free legal aid by suitable laws or schemes or in any other way to ensure that opportunities for securing justice are not denied to any citizen by reason of economic or other disabilities. Thank you, Sheena. Justice, liberty, equality and fraternity. So, Ravina, do you have or know any stories to do with any of these rights in the constitution we've been looking at? I'm greatly moved by that one little girl who just stood up and said that this planet belongs to us, and that's Greta Thunberg. And Mm. I just completely adore her. I have always been educating, teaching my kids, making them aware of the environment, of global warming, of climate change, of everything, and the fact about how it is their right to live and breathe unpolluted air and just to think about what kind of a planet are we leaving behind for our future generations and Mm. this girl comes out and takes on she actually takes on the world she takes on the world's politicians Mm. and I think that is just completely fantastic I completely adore her and today's day and age 
you make a statement even if people do know that okay it's for the betterment but the kind of trolling and the kind of level of criticism that people can face in these days and this young child has just taken it all on her chin and she just moves on and she's amazing and yes she even tweeted today about the indian um students who are calling for their exams to be put back she's tweeting for india today yes yes i do follow her so we need a future generation to be Greta Thunberg. Exactly. And with you teaching your kids, they're being guided by her. And the future generation, the ones coming up, they've grown up knowing about this. So I really think that I mean, that they are... just think about it. Besides all the rights that we spoke about, it's just our basic right to breathe in clean, unpolluted air. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's even the that's right. Life, right? True. It's totally right. I don't know what your religion is, but Hindus and Buddhists believe in reincarnation. I believe in reincarnation as well. So I do. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a Hindu, world. yes, and, and, and I do believe in peace, and I do believe in love, and I do believe... The best uh. thing about Hinduism, since you do know and you've read about it, is that we worship nature. Hindus worship nature. That's mm -hmm. why they worship living things. They worship plants. If you study our Hindu Vedas, you'll come to know why. And it was basically that they worshipped Mother Earth. They worshipped mm -hmm. the very air that we breathe. All our elements were actually known as gods and goddesses, whether it was Vayu or Surya. So it's just a basic human right to breathe and thrive on this planet. Yeah. If you're going to be reincarnated, it's important to make sure that it's fair for all people. But the way yeah, this world is going, I hope I'm not reincarnated. I, I, I am just striving to use all that I have in my capacity as a human being or, or everything that society has given me to give back to society to make this world and a planet a better place to live in. And I'm hoping That's why you're the doing best. It. Yes, and I'm hoping the best for the future generations. But I'm quite in the departure lounge now, so I, I don't... Know. <laughs> <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> we we want to help you to, to depart because you know, it's like... Not, I am not really excited about the reincarnation bit, if you ask me. Not with the way the world is going now. <laughs> Hinduism or Buddhism don't limit rebirth to people. And if your karma is bad, you could come back as a donkey phraser, which is perhaps why Ravina <laughs> supports animal rights oh, to, oh. <laughs> but jokes apart as we looked earlier at how a fair and free world is not only about creating a social system where our rights uh, and freedoms are protected and also as Ravina rightly said also it is an international system for the same and let's look at that India is a member of the United Nations and as such has stated that it accepts the obligations contained in the United Nations Charter members having accepted the United Nations Charter promise to Number one, confirm their faith in basic human rights, in the worth and right to respect of people, and in the equal rights of men and women and of nations large and small. Number two, promote social progress and better standards of life in larger freedom. The purposes of the United Nations include, one, maintain international peace and security. Number two, Develop friendly relations among nations based on respect for the principle of equal rights and self-determination of peoples. And number three, achieve international cooperation in solving international problems of an economic, social, cultural or humanitarian character and in promoting and encouraging respect for human rights and for fundamental freedoms for all without distinction as to race, sex, language or religion. 
Thank you, Sheen. You really laid out the system which has been set up to achieve that fair and free world. But Ravina, this world we dream of may be fair and free, but the game we're about to play is fast and furious. Rapid fire round, start. So Ravina, what image first comes to your mind when you think of a fair and free world? Honestly, it's the, probably the 70s where everyone lived with flowers and music mm-hmm. and love and a free yes. world where there's music and there's dance and there's, there's just love everybody. <laughs> Great. Love it, yeah. It's, Who's a, it's, human right here? it's just a splash of color that comes right before my eyes. Great. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Who's your human right hero and why? I think I just said that. For now, it has to be Greta Thunberg mm. because I don't think she's an environmental hero. I think she is a humanitarian hero because what she mm. is fighting for is, is the basic human right of a clean and a, a healthy planet. Which actually is a human right because under the right to life, which is one of the senior rights, that's where that right comes. Right. We will be talking about that. So what animal best represents a fair and free world? I think that could be a dog. I think they're loyal, they're faithful, they're clean, they do the right thing, they even tolerate cats. <laughs> I have dogs and cats in the house. You've got to learn tolerance from them. They're so tolerant about all. Mm. Uh, I mean, they tolerate their human pets. Mm. <laughs> Right. <laughs> they tolerate what the humans. The... What more? Exactly. Uh, there's a book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and in it, the yes. human race is actually just an experiment being done by mice. Yes, yes. <laughs> I read that. <laughs> what film what best represents... Long ago in the early 90s. Me too. Oh, it's my favorite book in the world. Yeah. What film best represents a fair and free world? Well, I think I can't give a better example than Gandhi because I would relate that to my country and the kind of exploitation that we went through for 200 years. So, yes, and the way we got our independence, I think no one better than him to represent uh, a fair and free world. Yeah, to peace. Ravina, if you were ever treated unfairly, which of your on-screen characters would you most want YSI to help you and why? You know, there was a question that someone asked me that, did you ever come across a situation where someone was being treated unfairly or you thought that an experience that you went through? And I said, no, unfortunately, I can't think of anything like that. I've tried to reach out and help people in trouble. But honestly, I think people are only too scared to treat anyone else unfairly in front of me because they know I think I'll be at their throats. So it's people always fear me for that because, you know, they know I'm, I'm, I, I probably have this righteous air around me that, okay, fine, I, I, they know I'm going to fight for it and I'm going to really fight. So, yeah, it's, it's never happened. So That's all we want. So, free yeah. fighters. <laughs> if you could give any kind of freedom to any group of people or animals on earth, what would that freedom be? Honestly, I just hope that the amount of destruction that we've already done to this planet, I would want to give the right of freedom to the animals, all our wildlife, to exactly Mm -hmm. live and exist in the habitat that they were put on this planet for, instead of us Mm -hmm. ruining every inch of it. Acres and acres of deforestation is happening. I mean, just take a country like Brazil, the Amazon, the rainforest, there is destruction of nearly as close to 18 football fields a day. A day. I mean, that's a Crazy. shame. So that statistic mm. is something that we have to live with to see how we're destroying this planet at every given opportunity. 
unfortunately right. i mean if you knew a city like mumbai we have a forest right in the middle of a city which is not there anywhere in the world and sadly but slowly we are all destroying it whichever government comes promises that they won't touch it but ultimately it goes back to the same state and we have our leopards now which are getting used to giving birth in hutments they actually say because they have no and then ultimately the villagers stone them to death crazy so end of rapid fire ravina last question from me do you have a message of hope for our listeners in these difficult days Yes I do like I said when I'm looking around me when I see disasters man made or natural disasters or pandemics or like what we are going through at this I feel it somehow brings out the best in the human race to a certain extent because I have seen so many helping hands pop up and so many day to day heroes every day unsung heroes who actually we should be recognizing and appreciating the kind of work they're doing and it just I think brings about the best in the human race a calamity but why so exactly. my question is why does this happen why aren't we always like that to make this world a better place well we should be now fraser has my favorite question of the day <laughs> what would the future be like if this right was 100% followed like i said i think we would be dancing and there'd be music and there'd be <laughs> love all around and that is what i look forward mm-hmm. to Yeah, absolutely it would be a world as beautiful as kitna haseen zehra full of passion like my adorable darling overflowing with romance like tip tip barsa pani and packed with excitement and fun like lg sanam that's the kind of world i want for myself and everyone else but unfortunately we've reached the end of our blockbuster and it's time to step out of the multiplex cinema of ravina's dreams and back into the popcorn covered cinema lobby of reality as we've reached the end of our podcast you know since i've started my career my signatures and my autographs always went with one statement and i'm going to wrap up with that and you can open up whether any sign autograph of mine even from the 90s and it always said live and let live and that is something Great. i strongly believe in and i've been saying that since the past 30 40 years live and let live guys thank you so much ravina it's been okay. great to speak to you bye thank bye. you guys bye. thank you so much ravina thank you sheena I'd like to end by letting you know United for Human Rights provides free online human rights courses as well as delivers free curriculums to any school or university in the world. Please go to humanrights.com and start a course and tell any school or university you know to order their free curriculum. It's been so inspiring to hear Ravina's stories, but now we want to hear yours. Please record a maximum 90 second video with stories of your points of view, struggles and successes to do with a fair and free world. And we'll upload them on our YouTube channel and send us your fair and free world artworks, drawings, poems, paintings, etc. We're running a contest to show our favorite chosen stories and artworks on the screen at the United Nations in New York next year. email your videos and art to fraser at the rate humanrights.com that's f r a s e r at the rate humanrights.com lastly if you want to help spread awareness of basic rights and equality get in touch we need all the help we can get Thank you again Ravina Tandon for your inspiring words.
Goodbye for now. Human rights define the word equality. If we don't respect and love each other, we're just living a lie. Because united starts with you and I. You feel me? ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट